Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Just Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second? Alright, folks, coming to you live here. Folks, you know the drill by now. We're getting right down to business here. This is the Brilliantly Dumb Show, episode 90. I'm Big Game Bob, coming to you on your local airwaves. However you're listening, whyever you're listening, we're just happy you are indeed listening. Folks, let's cut the bullshit. Let's get right down to it. We're going to do things a little bit differently here today on the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Here's what we have in mind. We are bringing back fellow friend of the pod, former friend of the pod, Jersey Jerry. For those of you who don't remember Jersey Jerry, I found him just listening to Sports Talk Radio and through Instagram. He's one of these guys. I have a fascination. I love New Jersey, New York Sports Talk Radio. I I, I really do. The fans that call in are so outrageous, are so absurd, so ridiculously passionate in New York Sports Radio. And you, you wonder how these guys have time who call into these shows, wait on hold all day and all night. Just to get on for three minutes, whatever it may be. So I've always been fascinated with the people that call on. And I found a Jersey Jerry. And this guy's an absolute character. Obviously from New Jersey, yet he's a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And we have a new sponsorship coming in with BetMGM. And what I wanted to do, I didn't want to just give, sit here and do like a Bobby Locks where I just do my picks on who I think is going to win, because they want to have a certain segment for the show. I say, here's what we do. We're going to play a contest, and we're going to bring in Jersey Jerry. Jerry texts me constantly, Bob, you got to get me on the show. I want to come back on the show. He wants to come back. And you know what? To be quite honest with you, I get an absolute kick out of the guy. He came on and just set the roof on fire the last time he came on the podcast. I think he came on about 20 episodes ago. The title is The Return of Jersey Jerry. And he, he'll be the first time. He, he, he's a total nut. And you hear him and you almost think he's fake. It's hard to believe that this is really who this guy is. I mean, he's a character. That's the definition. The, the best way I can describe this guy is just a character. So I said, for this MGM segment that we're going to try out, why don't we do a competition for Jersey Jerry? And what Jersey Jerry is going to do is he is going to compete to have his own segment on the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Whether it's two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, whatever we want it to be, what Jerry's going to do the next 10 weeks of the show, right now we're on episode 90, starting this episode... Jerry is going to pick what he thinks his lock of the day is in the sports world. Now, if Jerry can get 7 out of 10 or higher on his picks, he will secure, starting episode 100, his own two-minute, no matter how short, how long, will decide segment on the show. Turnpike takes with Jersey Jerry. So we're going to give him that. We're going to give him the chance to scratch a claw for it for the 7 out of 10 picks. And then I'll get into a comedy bit for you guys that I wanted to talk about. Close it with the ass bob. But before anything, to start the show, episode 90, we're going to give Jersey Jerry his shot at 10 total picks. He's got to get 7. Each week, we'll probably have him call in every Tuesday 
We're going to bring Jersey Jerry on. He's going to give us our pick. It doesn't matter what sport it is, NBA, MLB, whatever he chooses, that's the lock of the day. He's going for 7 out of 10. We're going to bring in Jersey Jerry right now, get him going, get him all excited, ready to rock and roll, and let's see if Jersey Jerry can secure himself his way to his own segment on the Burnley Dumb Show within the next 10 weeks. Folks, here comes Jersey Jerry back to the Burnley Dumb Show. Mr. Gerard Gilfone, Mr. <laughs> Jersey Jerry, welcome to the Burnley Dumb Show. Good to have you back, buddy. What's up, Bobby? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good to be back on the show, Jerry. Yeah, it's been a while. Jerry, tell the folks, how did I? How did me and you first make contact? How did we get started when we had you on? It had to be like 30 episodes ago. I believe it was a while ago we had you on the pod. How did that start, Jerry? That started with, I had an Instagram video that I sent over to the show, to the page, I think somebody liked it. They gave me some positive feedback. I think it might have been you. And, and you said, Jerry, I'd love to have you on the show. And a couple days or maybe a week later, I was on the show for the first time. And I'll tell you, I would love to do more stuff like that because, you know, I think I got good opinions on things. I think I got great picks. And I think I could be an asset to the show. Now, Jerry, you spend a lot of your time calling into these radio shows, these different ones, and they let you through. And and you're a passionate fella, no, Jerry? Yeah, real passionate, especially with the Steelers. Very passionate. I do wait sometimes, all the time I wait, except for one show. Um, I'd say the longest I ever waited was about three hours. And, is, and and what call you do the Will Kane show? You just call into these different shows, Jerry. I, I used to have a direct line to Will Kane. He left for Fox. He's doing politics now, so I can't use him. I have a direct line to Humpty Canny Rothenberg. They all know me on the show. As soon as they hear it's Jersey Jerry, I'm buzzed right in. I cut now, everybody. Jerry, in I gotta line. ask, and I think we've touched on this before. So, as far as work goes, do you call during work? Do you have time after work where you make these phone calls into the shows? Yeah, I mean, I do have a nine to five. I'm a blue collar guy. Um, I work for a utility company, so yes, I I am making these calls at work, and I do feel bad. But at the same time, you know, my opinion matters, and and, and work sometimes has to wait. And if the boss don't like it, then he could pretty much kick me off the job site, you know? <laughs> Jerry, we love the passion. And you've been saying to me, Bob, you got to bring me on the show. You got to bring me on the show. I'm going to do you mm-hmm. one better, Jersey. And we talked about it. I threw it your way. I said, here's what we're going to do. Jersey, Jerry, Turnpike Takes. Okay. Okay? Presented by MGM. What you're going to do is if you're going to – we're going to give you the chance to give us seven winners. We're going to give you that chance, Jersey. This is episode 90. We're going to give you 10 chances starting on episode 90 today. By the time you get to 100, if you could get out of 10, if you could hit seven picks, you'll get your own segment on the show. Winners, seven winners. 100. Okay. Okay. Jerry, for the first week, what do you like? Talk me through this. What is our lock of the week? The Braille and Unfaithful will follow. So be careful here, Jerry. Yeah, I definitely don't, for my first impression – I, I don't want to steer nobody the wrong way, but at the same time, I do want to go with what, what, what my gut tells me. And, and, and I got a lock here and, and, you know, I hope, I hope the brilliantly dumb faithful, you know, 
follow me here, but I'm looking at this horse right now. It's a horse race. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, hold on. You're going to do TED takes. This is your first take. You're going to, you're not going to do the NBA games. You're not going to do an MLB game. You no. want to do horse racing. Yeah. Horses. Yep. <laughs> I, want, I want to do horses for my first one because I want to, I, the reason why I want to do my first one is because, you know, not a lot of people know about horses. Um, I know a lot about horses and I want the, the following to say, wow, Jersey came out with a horse for his first pick and he gave us a winner. We like this guy and, and, my, and they're going to like but, my picks. But what races are going on? Kentucky Derby's in what? Two weeks? Two weeks to Kentucky Derby. I'm doing something before that. I do have a horse for the Derby, but that's not going to happen yet. For my first pick of the segment, I'm going to go with a horse named Sweet Melania. <laughs> it's at Saratoga this Friday. It's at 546 post time. It's a mile race. It's on turf. You know, a lot of people, when, when they bet horses, they, they pick just because of the name. I don't do that. I do my research on these horses. And what do you know about Sweet Melania? Is that what it is? The, yes, Sweet Melania. The, the most important thing I know about this horse, second to most important thing I know about this horse, I'll start with that. It is trained by Todd Pletcher. Now, now that's one of the best trainers there is. <laughs> Come on, are you being serious right now? This is what you're doing for your yeah. first pick? It gets better than that. <laughs> the most important thing I know about this horse is you know who the father is? American Pharaoh, triple crown winner. And what are the odds that I'm getting on Sweet Melania? I think now her last start wasn't too good. She finished third. So I'm thinking she might break... During post time, I think it's going to be under five to one. But, but this horse will win this race. And, and it has the stamina just like her father does. It runs the mile so fast, Bobby. And it runs just like American Pharaoh. Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. And you've been very upset with me for not talking horses on the show. I get a yeah, lot of I DMs have. from you about not talking horses. Yeah, You're talking horses right now. Do you realize how bizarre it is that... Out of the first pick, you're going to give us a, a horse race. We're going to bet on Sweet Melania as your lock to be on the Bill and the Dumb Show starting episode 100. I'm telling you. Now, this is a couple years ago, and I seen this horse. The horse's name was – I'll give you a little bit of background. His horse's name was Gunavera. It was a Venezuelan horse. I saw this on your Instagram, actually, Jerry. You were having yep. a field day. Yep, the, vid the video is there on my Instagram. I looked at this horse – and when I was watching this horse, there's a lot of stuff that, that goes into to horse betting. And, and even during, during when they're at the gate, I, I, I can get to bet in right away. I watch their ears, too. If their ears, you know, you might think it's funny, Bob, but it really ain't funny. If their ears are sideways like, 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 like this, that horse is at attention. And that horse is ready to go. And that's exactly what what uh, Gunavera did in the Florida Derby in 2017. And, and I put $100 on that horse, and I won $1,600 on that horse. Jerry, how do you find these rates? How do you watch it on TV? Do you stream it? No, I, got the, I, I made my mom buy the channel for me. So she pays it in her <laughs> monthly package. 
<laughs> and Jerry, if we want to watch your picks, where, where, how do we get the channel? What's the name of the channel? Uh, this this will be on TV because this is a big race. Um, it's a mile long on turf. Uh, the purse is about a million dollars, I think. Um, so it should be on the TVG network. Sweet Melania. That's going to be our first pick. Jersey first Jerry pick. Turnpike takes. First pick is going to be Sweet Melania. And what's the name of the race? The race is called is called the uh, um, fuck, the 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 Lake Lake George, Lake George. George. Now let me ask you something, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you think that's fair to have you do the next ten weeks one time a week, either Tuesday or Friday? Call into the show. We could do it for a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You give us the pick. Do you think that's fair to 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 rattle that off seven out of ten? You're in it, the brilliantly yeah. dumb show. I mean, I think I think it's fair. I think it really is fair, you know. And, and to be honest with you, Bob, I, I think I'll hit nine out of ten. <laughs> That's just what I do, you know. Now, are you going to do all horse races, or are you? No, no, I won't do all horse races. I might throw two. I might do this one, and then the Derby in a couple weeks. I'll mix it up a little bit. I'll throw some basketball in there, you know, um, maybe some football in there, because football's coming up, you know, in September. Okay. So we can get a little football in there too. So, but, uh, yeah. Jerry, is there fair. anything else before we move on here on the Burnley Dumb Show that you could tell us about our horse, Sweet Melania, come this weekend? I mean, there's really not much to say else about the horse than, than when you look at the horse's father and you've seen American Pharaoh win the Triple Crown, you know, you see that and, and those lines just get passed down. I mean, it's an automatic lock. I mean, I'm putting 500 on it. And, uh, you know, I, I'm really not sweating it like I would be doing a basketball game. You know what I mean? I'm not sweating this. How does a guy like yourself, how do you even get into horse racing? How does that, how does that come about? So it's a funny story how I started here. I was a little boy, and my, uh, my grandfather, he was, he was a degenerate gambler, and they, they called him Joe Tears. <laughs> and and uh, the reason they called him Joe Tears was because every time he was at the track, he would cry. <laughs> Because he would never pick a winner. And I remember going him to the track, and, and I just fell in love. I fell in love with, with the horses, how they acted, how fast they ran. And, you know, I seen my grandfather many nights come home with nothing in his pocket. And I said to myself, that ain't going to be me. <laughs> I'm going to be a winner. And I'm going to show my grandfather, God rest his soul, that Jersey Jerry is the horse whisperer. All right, Jerry. Well, you take it away. This is Turnpike Takes with Jersey Jerry. I think that's a good day for it too. No, Jerry? Yeah, I think it, I think it's great. And, and, you know, I think after this pick, the fans will respect me and they will understand that, you know, some of my takes are hot, but they're locks. Seven out of ten. You heard it here first. Jersey Jerry scratching and clawing for a regular segment on the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Folks, we keep episode 90 rolling right along. Jerry, we will see you next week. Sweet Melania. Jersey Jerry Army. Take care. I tell you what, you know, Crazy Ibrahim, wherever you are in the world right now, I tell you what I did that, that I've always wanted to do, and I've just never pulled the trigger on it because I think the process is just a little ridiculous. But finally, it just got to me, and I had had it. I I had to get a Costco membership. The big old warehouse grocery store. Yeah, everybody's got to have their own shtick. Yeah, I I think becoming a member at a Costco 
Having to become a member at the grocery store is the most ridiculous thing. Rewards program, fine. We always got to take it a take it a step above. And the way they treat these Costco memberships, it's like you're trying to play 18 holes at Augusta National. You want to become a member at Augusta, have a locker next to Tiger. It's the most you got to be grandfathered in to the grocery store. And that always kind of bothered me, but then when I see Snapchats and Instagrams of people in Costco, the samples look spectacular. Every now and then I, I play as a guest at Costco. That's the way I call it. If somebody takes me as one of their guests at Costco, you get a certain amount of guests per month, just like a country club. Sometimes I do that, sneak my way in. I always love it. Samples are phenomenal. Pizza ain't half bad for a grocery store. Back in the day, my mom used to have a membership. In this case, I got grandmothered into the Costco membership. And I used to go with her, and I used to just slam down hot dogs, pizza. Some of them have, like, a random subway in there. In, like, aisle seven, you walk into a Panda Express, and you're just like, holy shit, how the fuck did... <laughs> Last I checked, I was looking for paper towels. Next thing you know, I'm in a Panda Express in the line, the assembly line. Pick fast here at Panda Express. Costco is just a different world. One wrong turn, and you're in a whole different place than you were five minutes ago. Wild place at Costco. Have you seen the shopping carts, so-called shopping carts at Costco? The most ridiculous thing I've ever... These, these, are, not, these are not your regular shopping carts, folks. This is a 40 by 50 cinder block sitting on top of wheels. You're just hauling a train down the aisle. Is it really necessary to buy a 78-pack of goldfish? Can't you just come back in a week or two? You got to store enough goldfish for six months. Is that the most... Where where, where in that pantry of yours back home are you going to fit that box? You got to call up. They got to go up on the machines just to get you. Yeah, I'll do the goldfish. Huh? Let me take the original goldfish. They're up a... Going up on these cranes, they just fork them up. It's not even a grocery store. You feel like you're at a Home Depot. You're trying to tell the guy you want the shovel up top. That I can understand. But to have a guy crane up for a thing of snacks or pretzels is the most ridiculous thing. They go up on these big things, pressing all types of buttons. Sometimes there's an operator on the bottom just they making sure things are going swiftly. Just to get you a thing of paper towels. But I got the membership. I got the membership and it feels good. These shopping carts though. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. But I am finally a member. Feels real good. But what a place that is. I mean everybody again. You know everybody's got to have their own shtick. We always got to do some things differently. Am I a little shamed that I caved on the Costco membership? Yeah maybe so. I caved, but you know what? It feels good. I got my card coming in soon, nice and laminated. Costco, here I come. In the meantime, we are moving on. Well, folks, with that, episode 90, we keep the train rolling right along here. Episode 90, the Brilliant Dumb Show. Folks, we do not close this dance down until we finish with everybody's favorite segment. It is indeed that time. Little bit of a drum roll, please. It's... Segment week by week, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday. I tell you, fine folks, file on in the DMs, submit your questions to be 
answered for the Ask Bob segment. You know the drill here, folks. We got a good question coming from the Ask Bob segment. Love the top, top fives. This is a creative one right here from Devin Brunt, Providence, Rhode Island. Stand up because look at this question. Bob, I've heard you say you are a big snack nostalgia guy on your last IG Live video. I finally found a bag of Funyuns the other day and couldn't believe that these things are so damn hard to find since they are so good. I'm curious what you feel is the most underappreciated snack of all time. I think that is one of the best Ask Bob questions of all time, Mr. Brunt. It was thorough. It was... I agreed with a lot of the points you make. Um, I'm surprised, too, that you can't find a, buy, uh, uh, a bag of Funyuns often. You should be able to go into any convenience store and find a bag of Funyuns, but you can't. And I appreciated that, Mr. Brunn, and I felt that. What I'll do is I'll give you my top five most underappreciated snacks of all time. Love the top fives. We'll dance from five to one. Um, you know, just some snacks that, again, are very undervalued, very underappreciated. You can't find them anymore. And we're just so damn good. I'm going to take you a little back down memory road. This is for the 90s kids especially. Most underappreciated snacks. Number five. I'm going to go ahead and go with Danimal's yogurt. Loved the concept. Kind of like a yogurt. Kind of like a smoothie type thing as a kid. If you weren't a breakfast guy before school, not a lot of people were. I wasn't a huge breakfast guy at the time. Danimal's yogurt. Always loved Danimal's yogurt. It never caught fire. People never really adapted to the animal's yogurt. You could still find it out there, but it's rare to come by. Probably shouldn't be. Number four, Choco Tacos. Why do I have to wait to see an ice cream chuck to get my hands on Choco Taco? You know, the ice cream inside the taco, chocolate on top of that. Why do I got to find an ice cream chuck? Can't we sell those in bulk? Very rare to come across a Choco Taco in, in a grocery store, and that shouldn't be the case because those are phenomenal Really are. That's just not right. We keep it rolling to three. Nobody can disagree with this one. Dunkaroos. I'd love to know the guy behind the choice who decided to stop Dunkaroos. These things are ancient now, and they shouldn't be. Absolutely not. Never had a bad batch of Dunkaroos. And I really don't think somebody's going to argue that. I'd be surprised if they do. Maybe they'll argue for two or one. But here's my two one. The number two most disrespected snack, undervalued, underappreciated. Fruit roll up. Not talking fruit by the foot, folks. We're talking fruit roll up. Keep in mind that fruit by the foot, you roll it on out there, and people still love those. Don't get me wrong, but those are easier to find. The fruit roll ups always hit different for me. And those are tough to find, and they shouldn't be. A premium, premium product. You, you, could, you know, there's different methods of eating the fruit roll-up. You could take it in a wad, put in your mouth. Looks like you think you had a thing of t tobacco, but really you just had a big ball of juicy goodness. Fruit roll-ups always hit different. I got that at two, number one. Where are my flavor ice kids at? Folks, I always got a flavor ice on deck. Why are we not all eating these? What happened to these guys, huh? Somebody explain that one to me? Why do I got to order these off Amazon and wait 30 days for shipping to get my hands on one of these bad boys? Have you messed with that juice on the bottom right there? Probably not. You want a little juice action? These are tough to beat, folks. Stop sleeping on flavor. I says, let's bring those back ASAP. Because it's ridiculous. 
ridiculous that I got to rely on Jeff Bezos to get one of these. You're not doing a very good job with it, by the way, Jeff. I was told 14 days shipping. That turned into 30. I get it. A lot going on right now. But let's put some money into that shipping process and the manufacturing. Because I need these in bulk, Jeff. Anyway, folks, that does it. Episode 90, the Brantley Dumb Show. There you have it. Concludes the Ask Bob segment. You know the drill. You know the dance. We will see you now Friday. Take care now, folks. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second?